0: Welcome to this week's presentation with Scott Toole. We are thrilled to have you joining us as we gain insight from God's Word. Now, speaking from Rosedale Baptist Church in Baltimore, Maryland, here's Pastor Toole. We're going to be in the book of Luke, chapter 22. If you'll turn there, Luke 22. Uh, We have three more messages to uh, capsulize, to close out the book of Luke uh, today, uh, Wednesday, next Sunday. Uh, And then we're going to shift to the book of Revelation. You saw the bumper video, the book of Revelation, uh, talking about the rescue in Revelation. Chapter 1, the rescue of John. Uh, Chapter 2 through 5, the rescue of the church. Chapter 6 through 20, the rescue of Israel. And then 21 and 22, the rescue of all creation. Uh, We're going to do that on Sunday morning and then also on Wednesday night. Wednesday nights. Uh, We're going to put a wrinkle in the service, a couple different things, but one of the main things is we're going to have a QA and a also, Uh, and so if you have questions about the book of Revelation, uh, you'll probably have more after I teach it. But anyway, uh, questions about that, we'll be able to uh, address some of that on Wednesday night, and so keep that in mind. But for today, uh, look at verse number 31 of chapter 22. Uh, The Lord said, Simon, Simon, talking to Peter, Satan hath desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee, that thy faith fail not. uh, And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. Uh, I think it's interesting that Christ is praying for him when in the garden he wouldn't even pray for himself. Uh, He was sleeping, sleeping, when he should have been praying. uh, And here Christ, Christ, uh, telling Peter, uh, Satan hath desired to have thee, that he may sift thee as uh, wheat. Uh, And then uh, Peter said unto him, 33... Lord, I'm ready to go with thee, both into prison and to death. Uh, and he said, I, I tell thee, Peter, the cock shall not crow this day before thou shalt thrice deny that thou knowest me. Uh, in fact, in Mark chapter 14, he was even more adamant uh, about it when uh, he said, although all shall be offended, yet will not I, yet will not I. Uh, and Jesus saith unto him, verily I say unto thee, that this day, even this night, before the cock crow twice, thou shalt deny me thrice but he spake the more vehemently. Uh, Maybe you don't know who you're talking to, God, and maybe you don't realize that that it's me, Peter, but uh, if I should die with thee, I will not deny thee uh, in any wise. And now look down at the end of the chapter. Uh, Look at verse number 54, the rock-bottom basement uh, of this dissension. Verse 54 uh, they're taking Christ to Caiaphas's hall, then took they him, led him, brought him into the high priest's house. Peter followed afar off, he followed afar off, and when they had kindled a fire in the midst of the hall and were set down together, Peter sat among them, he's following afar off, and now he's, he's sitting at that, that, that devil's fire. But a certain maid beheld him as he sat by the fire, earnestly looked upon him. If you've ever had someone, well, I think they recognize me. Uh, do I know them? I, I think they're. Uh, it was that kind of a moment when she's uh, earnestly looking upon him and said, this man was also with him, 57, and he denied him. It's interesting that she said, but he didn't deny her. She said, she, uh, not accused, but basically saying, he's one of the disciples, and he didn't deny her, he denied him saying woman I know him not and after a little while another saw him and said thou art also with him and Peter said man I am not and about the space of uh, and and about the space of one hour after another confidently affirmed saying of a truth this fellow was also with him for he's a Galilean and Peter said man I know not what thou sayest Uh, in fact Mark would uh, add when Uh, The guy accused him that last time saying, your speech betrays you. Your your speech berayeth you. Uh, And he changed his speech and he began to curse and to swear saying, I know not the man. And, And immediately the cock crew, 61, and the Lord turned and looked upon Peter. And Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he said unto him, before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. And Peter went out And wept bitterly. Peter, after spending three and a half years being discipled by the Lord, uh, is now in outright denial uh, of the Lord. Uh, From the Mount of Transfiguration to now warming himself uh, at the devil's fire, from uh, one of the three, the inner circle, to now cursing and denying Christ, from professing, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God, to, I don't know him, uh, from answering that question, Uh, To whom shall we go? Uh, Thou hast the words of eternal life so tall, so strong, uh, to now denying that he even knows him from the first listed on every list to the first to deny Christ, from faith uh, that was able to walk on water to now fear even to to be associated with his name. I don't know that anyone uh, went from so high to so low. From so high to so low as quickly as Simon Peter. In fact, most people don't fall from that high to that low. Uh, I think it's a misnomer. Well, they fell. They fell. Uh, They're at the rock-bottom basement. It's not so much of a a fall as much as maybe a slippery slope, but I think even more than that, there's some steps that descended all the way down to that rock-bottom basement. I know pastors that were blessed incredibly now uh, won't even darken the doors of a church. And you say, well, pastor, did they deny the Lord verbally? Uh, They profess that they know God, but in works, they deny him. In works, they deny him. Oh, yes, their words may still be right, uh, but their works are absolutely wrong. Uh, I can take you to people who who at one time sat where you sit, who uh, have heard the preaching that you've heard, who uh, have spent time in the Word of God, uh, and now so bitter and having so much angst, they uh, won't have anything to do with uh, anything of the Lord. They profess that they know God, but in works they deny Him. Uh, those that once led people to the Lord uh, now won't even acknowledge uh, the Lord. And so, uh, in my opinion, and I think we'll see it in the Bible, uh, there's a definite step-by-step-by-step process that descends all the way down to that rock-bottom basement uh, that I want to identify, I want to stay away from, and that I want to warn others uh, about. Uh, I want to warn others uh, about, and obviously that uh, rock-bottom basement, denying the Lord, denying the Lord. Uh, I want to do some reverse engineering uh, on this uh, crash, on this this uh, crash, uh, and, and this case study of Simon Peter from so high to, to so low. And so start with point number five. I think it's on the bottom of your outline. Uh, we're going to preach the passage in reverse. Uh, good luck. Here we go. So number one, uh, denying the Lord, denying the Lord. Can you feel the warmth of the flame? The crackling of the fire when, verse number 56, a certain maid beheld him as he sat by the fire, earnestly looked upon him and said, this man was also with him, and he denied him. He denied him, saying, woman, I know him not. And after a little while, another saw him and said, thou art also with him. And Peter said, man, I am not. And about the space of an hour, after another confidently affirmed, saying, of a truth, this fellow uh, uh, also was with him, for he is a Galilean. And, of course, Mark says that that he began to curse and to swear, to, to, to change his speech. And here's 60. Peter said, man, I know not what thou sayest. Denying the Lord. Rejecting the Lord. Denying the Lord isn't even so much with our words as it is with our works. Denying the Lord, this is where a family is so fractured, a marriage is so messed up that someone who's looking in can't see the handiwork of God. Can't see the handiwork of God. Denying the Lord. Uh, Denying the Lord is where someone doesn't even recognize who they are. They've fallen so far, uh, rock-bottom basement, Uh, And they never dreamt that they would stumble down all of those stairs. Denying the Lord uh, is is where uh, someone can turn a deaf ear to God's commands about faithfulness uh, and holiness. Turn a deaf ear to God's commands about uh, about stewardship and about uh, about ministry. Hey, denying the Lord immorality or at least a heart filled with lust. Uh, Denying the Lord that vengeance or at least that, that animosity on the inside. They profess that they know God, but in works, in works, they deny him. And I understand that, that probably none of us are on step number five, the rock-bottom basement, or you wouldn't be here today. You wouldn't be here today. Or you just kind of staggered in today, but none of us want to be there. And so to stay away from that, what comes before denying the Lord? What comes before that, that, that collapse that Simon Peter had? Uh, Put down number four, right above that, right above that, is distancing from Christ. Distancing from Christ leads to denying the Lord. Uh, It's a step before uh, denying the Lord. Look at verse verse number 54. They're going from the garden to Caiaphas's hall. Uh, It's at Caiaphas's hall where Simon Peter is warming himself, devil's fire, denying, denying, denying. Uh, But before that, look at 54. Then took they him and led him and brought him into the high priest's house, and Peter followed afar off. It wasn't always that way. It wasn't always that way. Uh, Peter, one of the top three, the inner circle, those that were uh, closest to Christ, Uh, at one time it was a personal relationship and uh, an intimacy with with our king, with our, our savior, but now he's following afar off at one time. Uh, it was daily Bible reading at one time. Uh, it was personal prayer at one time. Uh, it was walking and fellowshipping with him. Now, kind of hit and miss. Boy, there was a time when, when we would never miss church. But now, now, uh, it's attend if I'm not too busy. It's attend if I don't have uh, something else planned. It's attend if my schedule's not too tight. Attend if I don't have a sporting event or uh, if something isn't squeezing it out. Hey, there was a time when church, church was, was one of those big rocks that fit in our schedule first. Uh, by the way, uh, just a word on the side. I do think COVID uh, has made it hard to stay close. Uh, it's made it hard to stay close. I, I think that COVID uh, made it easier to follow uh, far off, but as so many are returning back, whether it's uh, based on a vaccination, whether it's based on so many else, uh, so many others are uh, assimilating back into society, whether it's uh, a matter of uh, the numbers just dropping, three point seven positivity rate last uh, 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 yesterday, or uh, or the T rate, the transmission rate, the lowest in the country. Hey, whatever the reason, uh, I thank the Lord for so many uh, coming back, reassembling, reconnecting. But, but I guess I would want to say a word to those that are, are, are still waiting. I thank God for our live stream. I praise the Lord for that. Uh, but, but remember, that our live stream isn't a replacement for congregating, for assembling, for being a, a physical, local part uh, of a, a, a body of Christ. In fact, I enjoyed our live stream for, for two Sundays when my bone was sticking out of my skin. Anyway, uh, and, and two Wednesdays. And I thank God for that. Uh, but it should never be a permanent replacement. By the way, I also understand that, that we have people that watch our live stream in England and uh, in South Africa. Back in uh, Mexico, there's some all over the country uh, that watch our live stream. We also have some that are, are bedridden or, or uh, uh, have been long-term shut in. Thank the Lord for that. I'm glad for that. Uh, but for those who were attending, assembling, congregating before I guess my question would be, boy, what's your plan? What's your timeline? What's your schedule? Uh, having that, and so many were, hey, when I get the vaccination, or or when when this happens, boy, if we don't make any decision about when our time is, and I'm not saying your time is is this time, uh, but I am saying all of us, all of us, hey, no decision is a no decision. Uh, especially if those are, are reassembling at the store and reassembling at work and uh, reassembling at the job. If they're reassembling, in a, well, well, well I, I have to work. Uh, I come to church because I need God. Uh, well, I have to get groceries. Hey, I come to worship because I need God. Uh, and so it's a balance. It's not a replacement. It's a temporary uh, supplement for those times. But we must all have that time when we reassemble uh, in uh, uh, Here, this this uh, uh, digression, this this uh, dissension for Simon Peter. I don't want to deny the Lord of the devil's fire, and so if I want to guard against that, then I need to make sure that I'm not distancing myself. That that I, I'm reading my Bible as much as I ever have. That I'm congregating. I'm as faithful. That I'm uh, spending time as much time in prayer as I ever have. And I guess the question is is Are we lessening? Are we distancing? Boy, the surveys in society say that, that so many are and have, but as for me and my house, hey, as for me and my house, uh, I need to stay close. I, I want to be uh, present. Uh, but, but, listen, uh, before that, uh, before the devil's fire and denying three times, and, and before that, uh, before uh, going from the garden to Caiaphas's hall, distancing from the Lord, hey, before that, Hey, if we don't want to hit rock bottom basement, uh, then I want to make sure that I'm not stumbling past step four uh, and I'm stumbling past even step three. Put down step number three. This is before five. This is before four. Step number three, disobedience and service. Disobedience and service. Hey, this is where you're at the right place, but you have the wrong heart. Uh, This is where Simon Peter is in the garden. Uh, He's locationally right, but he's spiritually wrong. Uh, And you see it in verse number 48. But Jesus said unto him, Judas, we talked about this on uh, Wednesday, betrayest thou the son of man with a kiss? Uh, When they which were about him saw what would follow, they said unto him, Uh, Lord, shall we smite with the sword? Uh, Lord, shall we smite with the sword? Uh, And one of them didn't even wait for an answer. One of them, uh, John says it was Simon Peter, uh, and one of them smote the servant uh, of the high priest, Malchus. Malchus, not a soldier, but a servant, uh, uh, swinging at the wrong person, swinging at the wrong time, uh, and doing it with the wrong heart. Hey, here, he was still close. Here, he was still congregating here. Uh, he was still in that, that church of, uh, of those uh, 12. Uh, but here his heart, inside of his heart, uh, he was serving not uh, by way of the fruit of the Spirit, his love, joy, peace, long-suffering gentleness, but the works of the flesh, that angst, that anger. And, and here uh, he had yet to distance from Christ, still close, but his heart had already started to slip. Uh, here, P- Peter, still doing right. Uh, here, Peter, uh, still in the right place. Here, uh, Simon Peter, uh, still was right there. But Simon Peter's heart, his heart, boy, his heart was starting to go. This is the stage where we're still faithful to church. We're still uh, in our place. We're still uh, present and even Bible reading, but inside there's a little bit of a drift. There's a little bit of an, uh, an unrest. There's a little bit of a, a, a criticalness. There's a little bit of a, a, a works of the flesh. A little bit of uh, strife and factioning in the heart. Hey, he's still doing right, but he's not going to be doing it for long. The heart is the heart of the matter. Keep thy heart uh, with all diligence. When the heart goes, the body will soon follow. Uh, This is where we still do right outwardly but have carnal motives and a carnal personality and uh, jealousy and pride. It's disobedience uh, in service. And remember, uh, none of us want to hit the rock-bottom basement. That's stage number five. That's scene number five in this chapter, denying the Lord, denying the Lord. That's when our life is wrong. But if you want to stay away from that, stay away from scene number four, Uh, stage number four, uh, distancing from Christ. That's when our position is wrong. That's when our position is wrong. But to stay away from that, uh, we need to stay away from scene number three, stage number three, uh, and that's when it's disobedience and service. That's when our spirit is wrong. Is anyone with me so far? We're reverse engineering this. Hey, none of us want to deny Christ, deny we're a Christian. None of us want to denounce him. None of us do. And so what was the step before that, Uh, following afar off? Uh, what was the step before that? Uh, doing right in the wrong way. And I challenge you, take anyone's catastrophic collapse. Uh, I promise you, these steps, these steps, you'll be able to take to take to trace uh, these steps all the way to stage number five. Now, stage number three is hard to identify because that person is locationally right. Locationally right, but spiritually spiritually wrong. Uh, And so the question, uh, what's the step before that? The question, hey, what's the step before that? Uh, One and two kind of go together, but put down number two. Before that, there's a depending on self. Uh, A depending on self. Uh, Before he's warming himself, the crackling of the fire, and then uh, the, the accusations or the affiliations he's denying, he's rejecting. But before that, He's following afar off, doesn't uh, want to be associated with, still generally following, but, but from a distance, before that. Before that, he's swinging the sword savagely. Yes, locationally right, but he's not going to be in that location for long if his heart's not right. Uh, yes, physically in the right location, uh, but spiritually gone, uh, and it's just a short step to the next one, the short step to the next one. Before any of those, there's a two depending Uh, on self. Verse 39, uh, the Lord takes the disciples to the garden, leaves eight at the gate, takes three with him, Uh, and then in verse number 45 and 46, remember, going backwards, reverse engineering, they were sleeping when they should have been praying. They were sleeping. You talk about self-reliance. You talk about self-dependence. Hey, I got this. Uh, I've done this. I've been successful at this. Hey, I don't need help. I got this. Uh, Mark puts it this way in Mark 14, 37. uh, The Lord Christ cometh and findeth them sleeping, the three of them, findeth them sleeping, and saith unto him, Peter, (laughs) to Peter. Hey, why didn't he address all of them? Hey, Peter, James, and John. Peter, James, and John. Uh, He saw them, but addressed him, Peter. Simon, sleepest thou? Couldest not thou watch one hour? Watch and pray lest ye enter into temptation. Question, uh, why if he saw them, did he address him? Because it's Simon Peter that Satan hath desired to, to have him, to sift him as wheat. It's Simon Peter that the Lord said, but I have prayed for thee. It's Simon Peter where that... that Boastful uh, brag of not me, I won't deny you. It, it, it's Simon Peter where that battle is raging. It's Simon Peter who's warned of that coming catastrophe. And it's Simon Peter that's so so independent, so self-reliant, so proud, so self-assured that he's he's sleeping when he should have been praying. But well, I kind of wonder what my response would have been if the Lord tells me. If the Lord tells me, hey, be careful. Uh, The devil's going after you. And by the way, all of us are in that state because uh, the devil is a roaring lion, a roaring lion, walking about seeking whom he may devour. All of us are in that state. And the Lord ever liveth to make intercession for us. He's praying for us. But but I kind of wonder if he said, not Simon, Simon, but Scott, Scott, uh, the devil hath desired to have thee, that he may sift you as weed, and, but i prayed for thee. Uh, I kind of wonder if my response would be like Simon, no, I got this, and I'm strong enough, and hey, I've been there before, and, and I've succeeded before. Uh, Simon Peter, Simon Peter, so confident, so self-reliant, I can make it on my own, I don't need to pray, I don't need God. Hey, I'm strong enough and spiritual enough on my own. I don't need to pray. I don't need God. Hey, of course I can have a godly family. Of course I can raise godly kids. And of course I can succeed in my Christian life. Hey, I don't need God. I don't need to pray so self-sufficient, so depending on himself. Boy, if Peter would have heard the words, if Peter wouldn't have been so proud, Peter should have fell on his face right there saying, God, help it not to be the case. Lord, I don't want to deny you. I don't want to deny you. Could you not watch and pray one hour? Listen, he could fish all night long. But could you not watch and pray at one hour? It's that depending on self, that, that, that depending on self. And as soon as you think you got it, hey, be careful, those steps come fast. Corinthians says, Let him that thinketh he standeth take heed, take heed. Let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. Peter, depending on self, I got this. I don't need to pray, is what led to him right place, wrong spirit, uh, right actions, wrong attitude. Uh, swinging the sword savagely, which led to uh, that following afar off, that distancing himself, uh, not quite as faithful, not quite as close. Uh, And that's what led to that rock-bottom basement. And so, Pastor, if step 4 leads to step 5, and step 3 leads to step 4, and step 2 leads to step 3, pray tell us what is step number uh, 1? What's that first domino? To drop It goes with point number two, depending on self, depending on self. Put down point number one, the display of pride. The display of pride. Depending on self, he was sleeping, not praying, because he had this. He was confident in this, uh, reliant on himself, uh, sleeping when he should have been praying, uh, and that display of pride, that display of pride. Mark 14, but Peter said unto him, Although all shall be offended, yet will not I... Hey, all men may, but I'm not like all men. Hey, all men may, but I'm better than any other man. Uh, Though all men may be offended, yet will not I. And Jesus saith unto him, Verily I say unto this day, uh, even this night, before the cock crow twice, thou shalt deny me thrice. But he spake the more vehemently. Don't you realize I walked on water? Don't you realize the successes I've had? Have you forgotten? I was on the Mount of Transfiguration. I'm one of the core. I'm one of the close. I, I'm one of the three, that display of pride and that dependence on self. 1 Peter 5.5 five, God resisteth the proud and giveth grace, but giveth grace unto the humble. Right up here. There's a cycle of spiritual success. A, a cycle. When we realize down here I really don't bring anything to the table. It's not my talents. It's not my abilities. It's not what what I can do. Christ said, upon this rock, I, Christ, will build his church. Uh, And he says that in every area, but when we're humble, God pours in grace. God gives strength, uh, and God gives success. God does great things through us. It's not us doing things for God, us doing things for God. It's God doing things through us. But if we're not careful, well, we'll end up successful and we'll end up been there, done that, had success before. Been there, done that, had success before. Where down here, God giveth grace to the humble. I can't make it, Lord. I need your help, Lord. I need, I need your, your presence and your, your leadership. And God, I need you. I need you. That's where God fills and, and promotes and gives success. But it's up here. It's up here on on Mount Carmel where uh, Elijah won that incredible battle. Not 20 verses later, he's under that juniper tree. Uh, He's depressing under that juniper tree. Uh, Someone says, failure has slain his thousands. Success, it's tens of thousands. Uh, And what happens is we start to get confident. I can uh, overcome that temptation. And and confident, Uh, I can accomplish that goal. And and confident, I've done this career for years. I got this. Uh, And then God kind of steps back and says, okay, <laughs> we'll see uh, 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 how sufficient you are in yourself. And that's when we end up coming crashing uh, to the ground. Well, if we begin thinking that, that uh, uh, the success, because I did this, because uh, I'm this, uh, i a person like that. Hey, if we think anything other than, but for God, but for the grace of God, to God be the glory, great things he hath done, but it's God that gives any success at all. If we think anything other than that, be careful. Be careful, that first step leads to that second step, which leads to that third step. As the music team comes, but well, can you even imagine Simon Peter thinking, no, I'm somebody. I'm somebody. I've been there. I've been on the Mount of Transfiguration. I, I, I've walked on water. Don't you know who I am? I've been personally close to Christ. And, and I kind of also wonder if Christ posed that question to you. And I get it that he doesn't say, tonight before the rooster crows twice, you're going to deny Christ thrice. But I know he said to every one of us, without me ye can do nothing. That job without him... Uh, that family without him, nothing, uh, nothing without him, uh, that class, that that witness, that testimony, uh, he said, without me, without me, ye can do nothing, and I kind of wonder if we respond, maybe not in our words, uh, like Simon Peter saying, I'm better than other men, though all men, not me, I'll die with you, and I I, kind of wonder, and again, Christ didn't say to us, he didn't say to us, you're going to deny me thrice, but he has said to us, it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. I really think that we need God in our strengths even more than we need God in our weaknesses. Because in our strengths, we become self-reliant. In our strengths... Been there, done that, got this, don't need help, Uh, don't need help. Uh, In our strengths, and I do hope that that as we walk through this service, uh, pride leading to self-sufficiency, leading to carnal personality, uh, leading to following afar off, uh, leading to the rock-bottom basement. Listen, every one of us are battling on one of those steps. And if you don't think you are, you've just taken the first step. Every one of us are battling on one of these steps. And if you say, oh, not me, hey, you've just taken that first step. And so I do want to end the service a little differently this morning. I want to pray this in. I want to declare this up. I want all of us to think this through. God, I need you. And that is today's message. We invite you to tune in next time with Scott Toole as he presents another message from Rosedale Baptist Church. For more information about today's presentation or about the ministries of Rosedale Baptist Church, go online to rosedalebaptist.org. That's rosedalebaptist.org. Join us again next time as we study the Bible chapter by chapter, verse by verse.